This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Casey! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome to the East Coast Offense Podcast. This is Chris Liss of Rotowire. This podcast is sponsored by FanDuel. There is a special offer for new users. Get a free six-month Rotowire subscription with a $10 deposit on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. Not only will you get the free subscription, but you have that $10 available to play with on FanDuel. It's more than $40 in value for just 10 bucks. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. It's Chris Liss, host of the East Coast Offense Podcast, and I'm with, as usual, Yahoo Sports, Dalton Del Don, and uh, what's going on, man? How you doing? I've been sitting here waiting for the last 20 minutes. We are supposed to record a while ago, and you interrupted me listening to King's Crossing by Elliot Smith. Uh, have I recommended that song to you before? No, dude. I recommended that to you like five years ago or seven years ago. Yeah, I was making a joke. Oh, okay. Excellent song. Anyone who has not heard it should, should listen to that. But oh, I was okay. actually listening to that when you interrupted me. But uh, let's get this going. Uh, so I, um, I made a tweet last week of our Super Contest picks. And I said, this is the start of us running the table. Do you know what we did? Five and oh. Five and oh. Yes, we agreed on three. You you implored the uh, the Cowboys and I went with the Dolphins, which was a no-brainer. I mean, that was that was all, all good all along. But yeah, five and oh. And I went, I think I went nine, four and one against the spread. So let's keep this rolling. Yeah, I went seven, six and one. And I'm just pissed because it was just bullshit. Like I had the Browns who had that shit and they got a fumble touchdown for Pittsburgh. I had the Dolphins. You, you made us take the Rams. But I mean, come on. I mean, sorry, I had no, the Rams. Dolphins. You made us yeah, take the yeah. Dolphins. Right. Yeah. And that was brilliant. Uh, the Rams were lining up for a field goal up 10 nothing with five minutes left. <laughs> yeah, it was just ridiculous, right? So there was that. And then a couple other bad beats I had. I can't remember, but there was another, like, oh, the Texans last night was fucking ridiculous. I mean, they had that in every which way. They had the first down. The, the refs screwed that up. They screwed up the Hopkins touchdown. They screwed up, you know, Bill O'Brien punts and just gives away the game. There's How so bad? much shit. Hold on. I, I had money on the, the Raiders in a, in a teaser last night, and even I was, like, actually upset over the spots. The spots in those games were insanely bad. I mean, what Jeff said was that the, the orange line was wrong. It had to have been. Had to have been. 
because it was just it was just unbelievable how wrong it would have been otherwise. But anyway, super annoying. I lost in Stopa by one and a half points to Jeff, who had Derek Carr and Cooper going last night. And it was like three quarters. They didn't do anything. And then, like, fucking the fullback gets a 75-yard touchdown untouched. <laughs> and Carr gets all the points for that. And then Cooper gets this untouched touchdown also. It's like such garbage, man. Uh, suddenly, like, he just won out of nothing. It was really infuriating. Yeah, it really was. I mean, I, 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 it has to be the spot. The, the line was wrong on television because those are the worst spots I've ever seen in the game. But ever. how about blowing the Hopkins play dead? And then turns out it was even close to out of bounds. I know. Why would you not just let it go and then review later? Like always, side on that uh, on the, the 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 review side. Always, yeah, right? Always sin of of omission, not commission not for omission. the rest. Right. right, exactly. All right, okay. Let's move on. Um, so I read. I just read your East Coast offense article. I love your Romo take. Everyone should uh, read that. Uh, virtue signaling is my new favorite term. And um, I want to say something real quick. Uh, I'm the person that actually ended up with Aaron Rodgers in the sixth round in two of my leagues, including my biggest money NFFC league. And you, you talk about waiting on quarterbacks, and uh, I'm happy with that that outcome. But in general, I agree with you. Yeah, Rodgers is on pace. I didn't realize this. To be almost like Cam Newton was last year, I think Cam Newton was like the third or fourth most productive fantasy quarterback of all time last year. So Rodgers is on a ridiculous pace. He's got... He's on pace for 40 touchdowns, but he's also, uh, you know, he's also gotten three rushing touchdowns and like 250 rushing yards. So, you know, combine all of it, and he's he's having a monster fantasy year despite 6.7 YPA. It's the best setup ever. It's the best setup ever. They, their defense is atrocious, even getting worse, and they can't run the ball. It's just perfect. Right, right. He throws the ball 50 times a game, and, and he's a running quarterback too. So, I mean, obviously, there were plenty of weight on quarterbacks as there are every year, but if you took – you know, Breeze, Brady, or Rodgers with one of those sixth or seventh round picks, you're doing just fine. Right. Okay. Moving along. Uh, next thing I want to say is um, I'm not sure. You, I know you're not a big boxing fan, but Kovalev versus Andre Ward was this weekend. And uh, it's two of the top five pound for pound fighters in the world. And I had money on Kovalev and I was very upset with the decision. But it's not, I'm not going to say it saved boxing, but it was a terrific fight. And uh, I'm sure you're probably, uh, even if you were in the States, you weren't maybe not be aware of this, but. A very good boxing match happened this weekend. Yeah, I uh, I was not aware of it. I, I do like boxing. I mean, I used to watch more boxing, the Pacquiao, Mayweather. I mean, by the time they actually fought, it was a joke. But, like, you know, when the, that, when the hype for both those guys was coming up and Mayweather was knocking out Ricky Hatton and then he fought uh, Pacquiao and got knocked out in, like, the second round, got destroyed, um, I was into it. And then I just kind of drifted away from it because – it didn't seem like there were that many. There's that guy, Gennady Golovkin, who I want to see him yeah, fight Triple G. real fighters, but nobody wants to fight him, and then I've just sort of checked out a little bit. Yeah, no, Triple G's great. But anyway, Kovalev is this crazy Russian who's literally killed a man in the ring, and Andre Ward's a local guy, uh, local for me, I mean, from Oakland. And it's their first pay-per-view fight, uh, and it was in Vegas, and it, it actually did live up to the hype. But um, I'm Ooh, not what? sure how many uh, Andre Ward won in the decision, but like I said, Kovalev knocked him down immediately, which was shocking. And uh, uh, Harold Letterman, the guy, the pay-per-view guy, had it like six, uh, Kovalev winning easily in the decision, which had my bias because I bet on him all fired up at the decision that, that went to Ward by one point. But um, anyway, it was a really good fight, and, and hopefully it, it results in an immediate rematch. And um, anyone who you know who has well, so any modicum of interest in boxing, this was this was this was as good as it gets. So right how now. much do these guys weigh? Like one sixty or something? What do they yeah, weigh? Yeah, one sixty five. Yeah, one. Yeah, right. right so right what is there, yeah. what does Golovkin weigh? Like one fifty five or something? 
Yeah, right. right. Yeah, he's a little bit. Yeah, he's he's lighter. Yeah. Like, what? I, I just want to see that that dude is my favorite dude because he goes in and he just takes it to people and he knocks them the fuck out. That's just what I want to see. I don't want to see Floyd Mayweather. You know, I mean, I, I'd like to see him against Mayweather because I like to see the contrast in styles. But I don't want to see like a, a great defensive fighter who never gets hit, who's too quick, totally. scores a lot of points, and that's it. I want to see somebody go in, move forward, and knock the other guy out. And I want to see. That tested maybe against someone like Floyd because that would be a good contrast. But I don't want to see, you know, I want to see like a real fight. And when when is that guy going to fight somebody? Okay, well, it's really funny you say that because I I was complaining because I bet on Kovalev and this guy Andre Ward. Both of these guys were undefeated, by the way. Andre Ward is similar to Mayweather in which he was constantly backing up and defense and countering, and he won on the cards. So he and I was complaining about that. And my friends are like. Oh, that's that's ironic considering I'm a big Mayweather fan. So, right. so it's funny. I, I know exactly what you're saying. But anyway, the, the biggest fight that would happen in boxing is Triple G versus uh, Canelo. I mean, that's it. Canelo Alvarez, you know, the guy who has a bajillion fights already. And he's really young, who lost to Mayweather. But, you know, Mayweather was in his prime and or, or, or at least ver- barely leaving it. But that would be the biggest fight in boxing is, is your, your your boy Triple G versus Canelo. And that has to happen soon. But the fact that he lost to Mayweather wasn't even close, right? Mayweather totally screwed uh, him, yeah. didn't he? Wasn't that close, no. Yeah, that's that's disappointing. It's like he's not a true great. And Mayweather's well, not too old, lost right? lost to a guy who's never been – never was knocked down or <laughs> never like, came close to losing a fight. And when he was 23 years old, I mean, that's – you know, I mean, you can't – you can't mark him down too much for that loss. Yeah, but Mayweather's too old now, right? Like he'll never fight Golovkin, right? That's, that's never going to happen? That's never going to happen, correct. Right. It's so it's so but disappointing. Canelo, boxing boxing Canelo is just... could, would would be very interesting. I promise that would be a great fight. Okay, well I'll, I'll you know I'll take your word for it. But man, boxing is like the NFL. It's just it never it just always disappoints. It's so or it's so often right. disappoints. It just doesn't live up to what you wish would happen. Everybody wanted to see Pacquiao when he was probably roided out and killing people against Peak Mayweather. And five years later, they made that fight, and it wasn't even a good fight. Like it was. They they just never give you what you want. It never lives up to it. I don't know why they can't just get it together and put the two most badass dudes in the ring together, but it's always like some guy on the way down when it's like, okay, now it's worth my while to fight this guy and lose because I'll take another $25 million out the door when you know I'm already irrelevant, basically. It never happens when they're at their peak. It's very frustrating. No, I know, I know. UFC's totally taking over, and I'm into UFC. But, man, when I was a kid, a big, a big boxing match was as, just as good as a Super Bowl. I mean, the... Riddick Bowe, um, Holyfield, uh, they, were, they were just uh, those obviously guys were scrubs. I mean, like Hearns Hagler, those guys were like, that was. Well, like, that's a little before my time. But I mean, yeah. Tyson, I mean, come on, boxing was great. Yeah. For sure. It was awesome. I mean, uh, a big prize fight was the, was the best. Like, it was second to none. And it, it, it's really sad that that sport is, is basically dying. So, so, yeah, I hear you. Okay, my next, my next topic before we get to the games, um, last one is. Uh, it's funny because I know you hate this kind of stuff, and it's Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman, speaking of boxing, he was really good on the uh, commentary during that Ward fight. Um, they had this debate during Monday Night Football at, at halftime, and I actually think – I'm really curious your decision. Who's the NFL MVP right now? Yeah. Uh, I mean, by the numbers, I'd probably say Matt Ryan, but the problem is that if the Falcons don't make the playoffs or go in as a wild card – you know, it's it's tough. I'd probably say Matt Ryan. I think he's been the – given the schedule that they had going into Seattle, into Denver, uh, you know, into Philly, and he's still got nine-plus YPA, and, and the numbers he's had, I would say Matt Ryan would be my MVP. Yeah, that's mine too. He leads NFL in, in, in YPA, but, man, Tom Brady, 16-to-1, TD-INT ratio. Well, he, he is the best player. He's the best player, 
and the fact that the Pats did so well without him and really only lost because they had a third-string injured rookie playing, right? They might not have even lost had they had their full team. That that hurts him, but obviously doesn't really reflect on how good he is. Uh, But then also, you know, what about Dak Prescott? Well, yeah, of course. That, that that's what the debate was actually oh. on this on this take. Dak Prescott's um, got I mean, seventeen to two TD to interception ratio plus four rushing touchdowns. The team's nine and one, and he's got eight point four YPA. Sure, he's been terrific. I mean, but obviously Elliott has just as equal of an argument, and their offensive line and their defense and all right. that stuff. That's the problem, right? of course. But th- but that's you know that's with Brady too. I mean, the Patriots are so good; their whole team sure. is so good. Well, Belichick should be MVP every right. year. Right. Basically. Belichick is right; he's worth four wins as a coach over replacement. At least, at least. Okay, I lied. One more question. One last question. Right. Who would win in a race, you or Cordero Patterson? <laughs> I, I would narrowly say Cordell pa- Cordero Patterson. Narrow. Although, I, did, I was thinking about this. Let's say, okay, because I, I was going to say this to Jeff. I, didn't, I forgot to bring this up on the air today. Let's say Usain Bolt or Cordero Patterson, it doesn't really make a difference in this scale, was started you know, from the goal line. I got to start from the 35, and Jeff got to start from the 50. Like, who would win to the other <laughs> end zone? I think it would be a good race. I think it would be tight between the three of us. Yeah, that would be uh, – can I start from the 20 from the other side? No, if you start from midfield, uh, you know, I'll, I'll start – I'll put you in the uh, – you're probably not as slow as Jeff. He's really slow. Okay. But I'll, you, you start at the 45. I start at the 35. And, yeah, Corderell starts from the zero. But, but the interesting thing, and I wrote about this, was that for whatever reason, Xavier Rhodes' 100-yard interception return that happened in that same game was clocked. They have those advanced, like, NFL.com stats – Right. He was clocked as the fastest runner in football this year. He beat out uh, Marquise Goodwin of the Bills at like 23-point-something miles per hour at his peak, okay, during that interception touchdown. And he, obviously he was fast. He outrun the, the whole uh, offense chasing him. But the Cordell Patterson thing, I guess he didn't reach that speed because they would have said so, but he got the ball, he deked a couple guys, and it was like he was at his own 45, and he was there was 0% chance he was getting caught, and he was kind of like almost high-stepping and extending his lead on the guys trying to catch up to him. He was, he made it look so easy to go 100 yards and look like the, that's like the fastest I've ever seen a guy run, even though I guess the stats said that it was Rose that was faster. Yeah, no, it's funny. He was uh, one of the, you know, the, everyone loved him in fantasy terms for a right. wide receiver, including myself a couple years ago, and he not only flamed out there, I mean, it's just a total bust, let alone live up to the hype, and yet he's the most valuable special teams player in the NFL. Pretty funny. Well, he also does, like, kick coverage, too. It's not just kick returns. Right. And no, he's the most valuable special teams player. Yeah. And, and I mean, they're throwing to him a little bit. I, I like that, dude. I, he's still just – no one's more explosive than that. Right. So so you're saying that you, you would narrowly lose is, is your answer. I think if I got to start in the 35 and he got to start in the goal line, I would take him. Okay. If you right. started right. the same place, he would narrowly win by about 30 yards. Okay. All right. Let's get to these games. All right. So – just to put a little wrinkle in it, just also because I was pressed for time and it's Tuesday, I didn't look at the lines yet. I just made my lines, and we'll know by what my lines are which side I'm on. I just thought it would be more interesting than even me knowing the lines. So do you have the lines in front of you? I do. All right. Let's start with Thanksgiving Day. you got the Vikings plus 2.5 at the Lions. <laughs> Sorry, that's not what the line is. That's my line. Vikings plus 2.5 at the Lions. My feeling is that it's 3 or 3.5, three but I, I, said, I think the Vikings are better. So I said Vikings plus 2.5. Well, now I, I immediately can't believe you because that's the line. Really? Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, I don't like that. I was hoping it was three and I could just take the Vikings without second thought. That's the line. It's wow. two and a half. All right. I mean, I still like the Vikings. I think they're going to win this game. I took the Lions just because it's less than three, but in no way do I feel confident about this one at all. 
Yeah, I, the Vikings should have beat them. I'm still pissed about that survivor loss I had, but they they had them beat. They just they just blew it. I mean, it was a joke. So I'll, I'll take the Vikings. Okay. It's I, funny. I feel so confident because we not I, mean, I bet on them and we took them in Super Contest the Vikings last week, but it did kind of require some special teams and defensive help. Right, but they seem to get a lot of that. I mean, that, you know, not all of that is just pure luck. Obviously, two touchdowns is luck. And that right, you know the Lions are in first place and have trailed in the fourth quarter in every game this season. Yeah, they suck. And and although their D is better now, they got a couple pieces back. I think they got Ansa back and. Um, as someone else, oh, uh, Nada back. Like, they were terrible before. They're not as bad, and that could be a problem for the Vikings whose offensive line is terrible, but I'm still taking them. I got uh, Marvin Jones for $4 in Stopa. I, never, I, don't, I can't remember a player who stayed healthy go from one extreme to the next. Oh, yeah. I say, I, I say he was, I went from top 10 to just absolutely unplayable. Uh, basically, you could drop him at this point. Yeah, I'm not sure about him, Stopa, but yeah, pretty much. And I have Stafford, the connection, so that's that's been fun. Do you know what the rules in Stopa in terms of points qualifying for the playoffs? I think the last spot, the sixth spot, comes down to total points. The the first five is all record. I see. So you're only competing. uh, That kind of sucks. I think DVR has the most points in the whole league, and he's in seventh. So I I got to hope he gets up to fifth, basically. Exactly. Otherwise, I'm fucked. Exactly. That loss to Jeff was brutal. On Monday night, it was such garbage. Can't believe Jimmy it. Graham has turned out okay. No one cares about fantasy teams, but uh, Spencer Ware. It's funny that he's kind of disappointing now. And my my big trade with uh, Barons after that was uh, Deshaun Jackson for Carson Wentz and Will Fuller. I now picked up Deshaun Jackson since Barons since dropped him. Right. Uh, Fuller obviously sucks, and Wentz has really been not that good. I should have just spent my hundred dollar fab once I lost Romo on Dak Prescott, like I did. But no one spent a hundred on where, so I got where instead. So <laughs> that's just, just so funny. funny. It's so uh, funny. But you, you did five with Graham in a two tight end league. I think you at least broke even. I mean, you might have won the trade. And certainly, if that's including RG three being pretty much out for the year, he could have been good. I mean, you it was definitely a good trade for you. But it's it's about even. I think in the end. All right. Speaking of Dak, next game. Okay. Uh, Washington. I got, I got at Dallas. Washington plus six and a half at Dallas. Uh, okay. The spread seven. Okay. So I guess that means I like the Cowboys. Yeah, well, I got to give you credit for last week. You, you, you implored us taking them. Um, I took the points here just because, man, Kirk Cousins is on pace to throw for nearly five thousand yards. I, I bet a hundred bucks on him, eighteen to one before the season to uh, to lead the league in, in passing yards. Uh, poor, uh, Drew Brees is going to kill me in that, but very, very close. Playing really well, but I guess that Green Bay defense is an atrocity. Um, Dallas, can they just keep winning every game by double digits? Well, you know what's funny is I predicted, I looked and beating the book, 27-17 was my score in that game. I actually got the score exactly. Nice. And I, I think that, um, you know, Cousins has been a little bit worse on the road in his career. Dallas's D is a little underrated. And I just, man, that offense just runs rough shot over people. I mean, Cousins will make plays, and they've got a really deep core of receivers, and they'll score some points. But, man, you just get ground down against them. I don't know. I could see it. I'm not, like, strong on this. I mean, again, I had six and a half at seven. I thought it would be around there. But um, I, anything less than a touchdown, I think Dallas is the play. Yeah, well, it is a touchdown. So I think both these lines are kind of right on, personally. I, I don't feel strongly about either of these. First oh, wait, so it is the, the, wait, it is a touchdown. Yes, the, so the line is seven. taking the Redskins, that means. Okay, oh, you're right, right. I told you, seven, yes. Right, I totally like making the case for Dallas. Yeah, I, I guess I said it's seven or more, I would take it. So funny. I just yeah. made the opposite case. But I was, I'm taking the Redskins. Sorry, my bad. I, All right, it's okay. confusing when you, when you actually don't even have the lines in front of you. All right. So I got the Vikings <laughs> and Redskins, two dogs on Thanksgiving. 
Uh, Steelers. I like this is going to be a bigger shit show than usual. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Steelers. uh, This I I hate that luck is out. It's just so annoying. It's just, uh, you know, it's the worst part about the NFL is when you got to like handicap garbage. But I guess I have Steelers minus three at the Colts is is the line I made. What's the real line? Okay. So I totally agree with you. This sucks. I mean, uh, the the, the over under in this game was 53 and a half points. Uh, you could play a DFS slate just for the, the, the Thanksgiving games. Right. I mean, this was going to be a shootout on Thursday night. You know, I had a lot of people involved in my lo- season-long fantasy leagues. Yeah, this sucks with no Andrew Luck. I mean, that's it's terrible, terrible news. So it opened at Pittsburgh minus three, which I thought was a little absurd, frankly. I, I've been against the Colts all year, and I was just going to happily take the points at home. Um, right now, the lines that it's showing on Vegas Insider – has it up to seven and a half. Okay, I got the Colts. No question about it. Not even a second thought. Steelers on the road suck. The Colts' D has played better. They were decent against the Titans. They were good in Green Bay. Uh, give me the Colts then. It's not even uh, seven and a half. Uh, are you kidding hey, me? Hey, guess, guess Roethlisberger's last two games, his TD to INT ratio against the Colts. Like 12 to nothing or something? Wow, you even went bigger. Way to shit on my point. Uh, ten, ten, it was 10 to nothing. It was ten, one of those six okay. TD games. It couldn't be 12. Yeah. It was yeah, ten, two games. He had two six TD games that year, but but only one was against the Colts. It yeah, was you can't ten. play them twice, non-divisional. But yeah, ten, 10 to zero. So I I, I stuck. I, I really debated last week, and I asked some some confidants of mine, uh, and I stuck with the Steelers and Survivor last week. Um, I really wanted. I, I was debating switching to Seahawks because of you, but I stuck with the the, the Steelers, and they they came through for me in my other uh, league. But um, I hear you. Even with Scott Tolzien, you're, you're just blindly got to take the points here, right? Seven and a half is just – that's out of control. God, yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. okay, next. Okay, I put Titans – this is a big line I put, but it's the Bears, I mean, another situation. Titans minus six at Bears. Ooh, okay. So this opened um, – this has definitely changed based on the Jay Cutler news. And, and, and Cutler, I get it. He's not great. But, man, Matt Barkley, that's a big difference. So the line right now is four and a half. Okay, so I'm taking the Titans at minus six. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I haven't thought – so I, I based my decision earlier on before the Cutler news, so I agree with you. I think the Titans are good. I, 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 that was weird. They were down 21 nothing immediately against the Colts, but I agree with you. I, I'm with you there. All right, you've got to send me your staff picks, and Stopa, man, I always got to chase that dude down. I, I'm going to get on his case. I need those things. I'm always on that. No, no, I'm on, I'm okay, on the staff. Okay. Am I ever late? Yeah, no. No, you, no, you're pretty good about it. Okay. Jaguars, this is my line again, plus six and a half at the Bills. Okay, so it's either seven or seven and a half. Shit, I guess I got the Jaguars then. <laughs> I, I I thought about seven, but I I just felt like the Bills, they could blow them out because Jacksonville's such a piece of shit. But then again, the Bills, YPA against is bad, and I could see the Jaguars coming back. I could see this going a lot of different ways. Anyway, I guess I'm taking the Jaguars. Yeah, who are they? Man, poor Tyrod Taylor just has no one to throw it. Even Robert Woods left, but still, this Buffalo team's good. They, I know that I get it. It was the third string quarterback uh, who was hurt, but they shut out. No, the, they're the, good. They're legit. The Patriots, they're, they're really good. They went to Cincinnati, and they. I mean, they're this team is good. I, I think they could blow them out. I'm actually gonna gonna lay the points here. And considering Buffalo and Survivor. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, yeah, I could see it. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's like Jacksonville seems like the value when you look at, like, well, they have Allen Robinson, and who's the Bills going to throw to? But that's always wrong. All that kind of thing right. is wrong. Exactly. It's always wrong. Yeah, exactly. I kind of regret it, but I'm going to stick with my, my system. I, I, I really thought I went 
yeah, I thought about seven, but I'm going to stick with Jacksonville. All right. Okay. My line for this one is Bengals plus three and a half at Ravens. All right. Okay. So it's four and a half. Yeah. All right. So that means I got the Bengals. I, I feel like A.J. Green is a huge loss and Geo is a small loss, but I mean, the Ravens are like the Bengals without those guys, right? Like they don't really have anybody. They've got a bunch of like, I mean, Steve Smith's playing well, Mike Wallace, but who are the Ravens? Like they're not especially good. And then the Bengals are just now a scrub piece of shit team, just like the Ravens. Why shouldn't it be in the three range? Why should it go to four and a half? Totally agree. Baltimore's playing pretty good defense, but this is a divisional game. I mean, I, I, who would bet on the Bengals? Everyone's totally against them thinking their season's over. So this seems like too many points in a game that should probably be decided by a field goal. So I'm taking the points. All right. I mean, I'm lukewarm on it. Don't get me wrong, but it, it's what I have. It. All right. Next line, I had Cardinals. This is kind of a hard line because it's so random, but Cardinals plus five and a half at Falcons. This is a very tough line. Um, right now, uh, it kind of fluctuates to four and a half, but mostly it's uh, Falcons by four. I, the Cardinals are overrated by the books. They, they, they must like their play success rate or some bullshit like that. I'll take the Falcons if it's just four. Me too. Uh, Cardinals are terrible. I kind of like uh, Carson Palmer as a cheap DFS option against a team that's allowed the most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. But the, Arizona's bad, man. They're just yeah. not that good. And Atlanta, uh, they, I mean, they're coming off a bye. Um, they're pretty good, especially at home. I, I guess Patrick Peterson could just shut down Julio Jones, but no, I, I'm laying the wood here. Yeah, me too. Okay. Uh, now this one, again, a bizarre, these are just such strange games this week. Giants minus five and a half at Browns. What's the line? It's seven. Guess I'm taking the Browns, man. I mean, I, the Giants do not put the foot on the gas. Man, nope. I, I don't know if you saw that Bears game, but, man, they were up I, six. I watched, yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, what kind of – what kind of psycho, sociopath coach tries to sit on a six-point lead for 22 minutes? What is he even – what drug is that guy on? I, I'm yeah, how could, you, how could you ever consider the Giants 13-point favorites, which this would be at home? I mean, right. they, they run the ball too much. Give me a break. I, I know we keep going back to the well with the Browns. Um, well, they, well, they came through for us last week. No, uh, they didn't. Actually, they did not. They no, should I should have. Yeah. They should have. It was, it was bad luck, yeah. but – Right, right. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, it's, it's no one likes to take the Browns, but f- I thought Sorry, five and a half was the right was, line. I thought five. What I half. meant to say was coming was was taking a big dog against the Giants came yeah. through for us. We took yeah. the Bears, but no I meant way. to say, but I'm yeah. So on the road, no way, right? I mean, yeah. th- this is a, an option for super contest, right? Sure. I mean, you know, the Giants could kill them in their sleep because the Browns are that bad, but well, and without, I mean, actually, Kessler missing the game actually does matter. Funny, funnily, it does matter. What do you mean? It helps the Browns. No. Kessler was getting like 9.3 YPA last week, and McCown was awful. Like, truly, <laughs> like know. one of the most abominations I've ever seen when he came back, when he came in. <laughs> I don't know. They're both. Okay. I mean, I, I thought McCown was like the low-level competence, and, and Kessler was a wild card. But, okay. Well, whatever. We're taking the Browns. Okay. Uh, I don't think the line moved because of that injury, by the way. I don't think it would have been lower if. We're yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Okay. I have Rams plus nine at the Saints. What's the actual line? Okay, this is funny. Um, it, it's seven. Right, give me the Saints. I, it's Saints at home, only laying seven against Jared Goff. Give me the Saints. Yeah, this is my best bet of the week. Um, Saints, right? And I'm, and I'm using the Saints in Survivor. Uh, okay. They're they have extra rest. They're actually a pretty good football team. And uh, Jared Goff. I don't know if you watched that game, but they're uh, but. Man, I have not seen a more vanilla game plan in the NFL in a long time. 
It, it, I was just pulling my hair out saying, of course, this is happening when I made the Dolphins my best bet and had money on them. Just watching that in the rain. Goff didn't attempt to pass more 10 yards through the air until that final drive, I don't believe. And he looks over overmatched completely. And now he's going to got got to go into this environment in New Orleans in the dome, a loud place. I, 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 I fully expect a blowout. Right. So you would have said it at 10 or something even. Like I said, nine. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I, I'm with you on the Saints. I, I, I was like nine. I had a nine and a half and I moved. I was like, eh, I'll move it down to nine. All right. What so do you have? On, have you done, I know you haven't done the survivor column yet, but what were your preliminary thoughts? I haven't looked at the percentage owned, but man, I have to I look at percentage owned. I mean, I, I, that's it's just so important. That's really the most right. important thing when right. once these, you know, obviously you're going to take a team in the seven to nine range this week. All right. So the next one is Niners at Dolphins. I have this at nine also. Okay, so it's seven and a half or eight, and this is obviously I normally go against my Niners, and, and I have the Dolphins. Obviously, I have the Dolphins available too for Survivor, but. I'm leaning Saints, man. I, I I have more confidence in them beating the Rams than I do this matchup. The, the Dolphins have won, what, five games in a row? And they, they look really good. And the the Niners on the road could be ugly. But I don't know. What are your thoughts? I'm taking the points, actually. So I, I, said, I guess I'm taking the Dolphins since I made it nine, right? And you said it's seven and a half or whatever. Yeah. You know, I, I think the Niners have looked better the last few weeks. They went into Arizona and they played them tough. The, the New England game was pretty close for a lot of it. They didn't give up. Kaepernick is... Passing the ball well. He looks good. I mean, Kaepernick looks under circumstances. Carlos Hyde looked good in that game. Were you at that game? No, I had tickets, um, but I, I can't I can't go to day game. I only go to night games, All which right. are going to be far between because this team's terrible. But my writing and my podcast, I, I can't go. But I had tickets because my wife's birthday was Friday, right. and she wanted to see Tom Brady and all that. But she's very pregnant right now, and it rained, so we gave it to our, my in-laws. I so she, she didn't even go. But, I mean, it was pouring rain. By the way, that's that's what's crazy about Brady's performance is it was like you couldn't do anything in the second and third quarters, and yet he still put up four touchdown passes. Yeah, I mean, Brady's – I mean, Brady looks athletic. I was talking about this uh, on, the, on the XM show. Brady, you know, he's like a workout fanatic. He eats that paleo shit, him and his wife. Right. Right. They got, like They're so rich, like they have some dude cooking all this shit for them. Which is what I would Well, his wife kills him as far as richness goes. But they're both. So, I mean, it's like together they just like have like the personal chef making like the whatever the hell they want to make. And that dude is quick now. He escaped some pass rush, like made some plays on the run. He's not quite Russell Wilson, but like he's quicker than he was 10 years ago. It's crazy. Well, he's always been excellent in the pocket, just sliding and, and, and right. feeling the pass rush. But you're right. No, he he those that play to Malcolm Mitchell, the other another one that was all about eluding the pass rush and, and making a play downfield. For sure, man. The guy's awesome. It's it's insane his age and what he's doing. By the way, the Niners, I I'm going to take the points here, but they lost Jimmy Ward and Eric Reed, and their defense was already really bad. Right. I mean, those are two of their best uh, defensive players. Yeah, uh, Ajayi's so, going to have a big day. And, and Ajayi's going to go nuts. And, and, and Devontae Parker, like, it's just so nice to see him get some targets instead of crappy Jarvis Landry. So I, I think the Dolphins are going to – I like it. Okay, so we're on different sides of that. All right. But not really. I mean, I mean, I, I, I've rarely gone. I, I could see Miami killing them. I mean, yeah. No I mean, question. it's a big line for a team like the Dolphins to be lying. But anyway, uh, Chargers plus two and a half is what my line was at the Texans. What's the actual line? Three. It is uh, Houston minus one. Ooh, fuck! I got to take the Texans again. Damn, <laughs> that's what happened to me this week, right? I had, I was like, okay, Raiders minus six and a half, and then I was like, sweet, I five and a half. I'm taking the Raiders. And then I was like, wait, it's in Mexico City. So that means my line's three and a half. So I had to take the Texans. And I didn't want to take the Texans. Now, it turned out the Texans were the right side, even though they lost. 
I agree they were the right side. They I were agree. so the right side. But I guess I'm taking them again. I mean, I thought these are roughly equal, but the Chargers are a little better. But I guess they have the Texans as, you know, whatever. I mean, two and a half to one is not that big a deal. But I guess I'm taking the Texans. Who do you have? Yeah. I, I went with the Chargers just because I, I like them when they're underdogs. But one point, I mean, this is a total toss-up. Give me a break. I, I, Osweiler played better than I expected last night, and he still ended up with less than seven YBA. Yeah, but you're not counting the two picks he threw right to the Raiders that they dropped. I know. I know. No, they're terrible. I, I'm fading. I can. I, I want to continue to fade Houston, so I'm taking the Chargers. Yeah, I guess I'm stuck with my line. I mean, I made the lines. You know, I'm trying to pretend I'm the book, and everybody gets – they're shot at me, and what side do I – where do I want to make the line where I would – And it's so funny to, like, be an, analyze being like, the Chargers are coming off a bye. But, of course, that's baked in the line, right? It's all baked in, right? Everything's right. baked in. Seahawks minus – my line in here is Seahawks minus four and a half at the Bucks. It's five and a half. So that's that weird area in which that, like, I, I guess you got to go you, – you're going to stick with your thing, but, yeah, it's five and a half. Ugh, yuck. I want to take the Seahawks, but I guess I'll take the Bucks. I think they're a little bit, like – they're playing better, and Winston's playing better, and that was a good showing in Kansas City. But man, the Seahawks are so nasty. I, I don't like. I don't like it. But I guess I mean, how big can you get it? I mean, they're not going to make it seven. It's not like they're going to four and a half, five and a half. But I guess I got to take the Bucks. Seattle looks great. Um, they, they, they continue to play better in the second half of seasons. Uh, Thomas Rawls. I would, uh, if I were starting a fantasy draft right now, I would make him a top ten overall pick. Um, but I'm taking the Bucks here. I watched a lot of that game. I had money in a teaser on on Kansas City, and man, they just could not they could not hit Winston. I mean, maybe that's more of a reflection on Kansas City's problems because he was tack, uh, sacked multiple times his previous eight games and just taken down once in Arrowhead. But I don't know. I was impressed. I, th- I think this Tampa Bay team's good enough, and at home, that's a pretty big line. By the way, uh, the Chiefs uh, ended my my personal survivor pool. My buddy Frank and Scott Pianowski both had the Chiefs, unfortunately. So the winner had had your Giants, by the way. Ah. So that's over. So that 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 is over officially. Ah. That the pool that the year I won it, it was the only year it was only fifty dollar entry instead of a hundred. It was such bullshit. <laughs> it was a conspiracy against you. It really is. So, so I'm but, taking the points though. I'm taking the points though. Okay, here. so I mean I did too, based on my line. All right. So these are all such weird road favorites. That's what's so weird about this week. Patriots minus eight and a half at Jets. What's the real line? Uh, eight. So you're right there. You're right there. Eight and a half. So it's only eight. So I'm taking the Patriots in New York. That, I mean, that's a ah. stupid bet. But the thing is, it's never stupid to take the Patriots because they've broken the, the system. And, you know, they've covered 58% of the time in the Belichick era. I wrote about this. And you, there's no way the odds makers could get it wrong for, you know, 13 years, 58%, 42%. The squares are cleaning up, and maybe they'll adjust, but the problem is all these per-play systems and play success rate, it doesn't matter. They're all wrong because the Patriots do something that other teams don't do. Other teams trade time off the clock for margin of victory. They'll say, hey, we're up 17. It's cool if we're up 10 if we run five or six minutes off the clock and then get the ball back and sit on it. They're fine with that. Patriots don't do that. They will keep pushing the pedal down and keep increasing margin, if the game went five quarters, there'd have even a bigger margin. They don't care. That w- the way they win isn't by trading margin for clock. It's by increasing the margin so much that it doesn't matter how much time is on the clock. And any model that's just looking at all these teams as per play equals this many points and this per play success rate equals that many is going to just get the Patriots wrong. So I'm never upset to have the Patriots side. 
Obviously, yeah. And it's funny that we said the same thing about Minnesota recently as far yes. as the book must be getting something wrong. And then they proceeded to, I believe, lose four straight games against the spread. Yes. But obviously it's different with Bill this Belichick. Is, this is not 18-1, 18-3 and one, and three stretch. Yeah. This is a 15-year stretch, okay, 13 years. This is not a small blip where, you know, I thought maybe this is happening and it turns out I was wrong. This is way bigger than that and a way different level than that of success. Of course, of course. No, Bel- Bill Belichick is, uh, you know, arguably the most important person in, in football. And last, I-, I heard you kept saying that you uh, that the Niners ended up covering, but we tied in staff. I know picks, I was right? wrong about that. I, I, okay, it, all right. I, okay, I, I, I wonder if that. Clear. I fixed it in the uh, in, in my East Coast offense and in, in the blog. I had it wrong. Gotcha. I thought I, okay. thought I won. Yeah. I just pushed. I sweated right. out okay. all that just for a push. <laughs> right. All right. So I, I'm, I'm laying the wood myself as well. I, uh, Fitzpatrick's back, which probably helps the Jets. But still, I mean, this is a right line. I mean, it's a massive line on the road in a divisional matchup. But Patriots are just so, so good. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, you never feel bad taking them. And Belichick hates the Jets and Brady hates the Jets. So there's, you know, it would be better if Rex were coaching because then he really hate them. But I'm sure he hates them just the same. All right. Panthers, my line was Panthers plus four and a half at the Raiders. What's the real line? It's three and a half right now. But it opened at four and a half, to be fair. Fucking A, man. I was hoping to take the Panthers. I hate the Raiders. The Raiders are such fucking garbage. I just hate that smoke and mirrors bullshit. And I, I, like I said, I, I was on a, the back end of it. So I did a teaser with the, the Washington and, and Oakland, you know, the Sunday night, Monday night game because I'm a degenerate. And I, I, it was miserable rooting for Oakland last night. I'm like, what a fraud. What a fraud. That's such team. a fraud. Every game is like that. Every game is like that, you know? And, and I mean, Osweiler had all day to throw all night. I mean, it was, it was insane. He had a laser pointer in his eye, and he still was able to complete passes. There's just no pass rush. I mean, a crazy, you know, long pass. Who who catches a 75-yard touchdown from a full fullback? I, I lost the fucking Stopa League matchup. I may, I'll probably miss the playoffs because of that bullshit. That's how pissed I am. And I lost the cover. The kick in the oh, ass at the me door. Happy. That makes me even happy. That makes me And then you happy. and I have a bet. It's going to cost me like another 200 bucks that I should have won from you because my team has scored way more points than yours. This makes me very happy then. You are happened. a sack of shit. You're a worthless sack of shit. I lost to Jeff. Now I'm going to lose that money to you. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. With baseball, we had that bet, and I earned that shit. My team was way better than yours. I almost won it. It was almost going to be 500. Your team is garbage, and yet I'm going to end up owing you money for this shit. That's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, that's a beautiful thing, and calm down about the garbageness. Your but uh, anyway, garbage. I, I'm taking the points. I'm taking the points here. I, I mean, Carolina, who knows with this team? I, I have no idea what to make of them, but they have extra rest and all that, and uh, more than a field goal, uh, I'll take the points. Yeah, I wanted to take the points. I thought it was going to be like six. I made the Panthers four and a half, thinking, yeah, I'm not buying that seven and two bullshit. And now it's three and a half, so I'm stuck with the Raiders. The same thing happened with the Texans. I was like, I don't want the Texans. I'll make it less than three. I'm still stuck with the Texans. On Monday night, I didn't want the, the Texans. I got stuck with them anyway. I keep getting stuck because Vegas knows that, like, these teams aren't that good. You know what I mean? So it's maybe, right. it's, maybe I'll end up getting the value. Maybe people are so off of them, you know, that it'll be the right thing. But anyway, so I got the Raiders, I guess. Chiefs plus three at Broncos was my line. What's the real line? It is uh, three and a half. Yeah, the under over-under in this game is 39 and a half. Very low score. And I, I'm taking the Chiefs. They've looked awful recently. And like I said, I watched that game. I had money on them. And that was just a terrible Alex Smith interception in the end zone on second and goal. But I don't know. Divisional matchup. I, I still – I like Justin the Chiefs. Houston, I, I, might, be, I, 
every, I'm, I'm, guys, I'm making this the closest. I may switch. I, I may switch one or two of these. I don't think I will because you got. You know, you really are beholden to your your deal there. You know, you can change if you want. I know it's funny. I changed two of them a couple weeks ago, and they both were wrong. I turned them from right to wrong. <laughs> And, and so but that doesn't like, mean they're going to be moving forward either. I mean, that doesn't mean that's the case moving forward. I know forward, it doesn't, so. but it just annoys me. But the thing about the Chiefs is I wanted to make it three and a half, and then I was like, it's going to be three, so I want to have my choice of the two. But I do like the Chiefs better. I think I just got, you know, I got confused like I did on the Redskins. I was like, well, that means I have the Cowboys. You know, sometimes it's confusing which side it means you have. Right, I may have to right. just take the Chiefs. I, I, this is a good matchup. The Chiefs like to run it so the Broncos' corners don't really affect them. They don't really throw anyway. Right, and right. The, the Broncos aren't very good against the run. And the Broncos' offense kind of sucks. So I'm going to take the Chiefs. I don't give a shit. Okay. Well, I'm with you. I'm okay. with you. Three and a half, definitely taking And I just think it's good buy low for them. The Broncos, they got so lucky to win against the Saints that, that game. All yep. right, Packers plus three. And a, I have Packers plus three and a half at the Eagles. What's the actual line? I was hoping to take the Eagles, but what's the line? You got it. Is that three the first half? one? You got it. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. So I get my choice. See, you really want to get it exactly. Actually, you do and you don't. You do because you get your choice, but you No, you don't. No way. You want to be off like two points. Right, right. You want to be no ideally you're off like seven points and you just know what well, you're yeah. taking. Yeah, well, but well that that's that's a problem if you're off seven points. But if it's like you don't really yeah, I get I get what you're saying. Like you, you but if you have like a very slight lean, you want to have your choice so you can go with your lean. You know what I mean? But if you yeah. if you don't you right. know all right. Well, well I, let me let me tell you who you're, uh, I actually know who you're going to go with here. Uh, who am I going to go with? You're going to go with the Eagles. You're right. I'm going to go with the Eagles. I I just think the Packers are getting too much respect, and it hasn't really changed. It's changed a little. Like if this were like a week ago, it'd be two and a half. You know, they would just still be. Now it's three and a half. They they at least acknowledge the Eagles are better. I you know it's just that the Packers D sucks and the Eagles. I don't know. I, the Packers are probably going to cover this, but I'm going to take the Eagles. Yeah, so this line opened at three, and I'm not just saying that because it shows it on Vegas Insider. I looked at it yesterday. It was three across the board. Right. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, again, just disrespect. This Eagles team, the Packers are the best opponent right now for your fantasy team. It's, there's no question. If you, if you, They were, like, giving up in that Washington game. I mean, it was almost, like, pathetic. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, it's great. It's, it's just the best fantasy setup for both sides. But Philadelphia at home, really strong Nasty. defense. Yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, and Rodgers is 6.7 YPA. He's made a lot of great plays and extended drives, but it's all volume, man. I mean, you, you can't act like he's he's a superstar fantasy quarterback, but you can't treat him like he's been a superstar real-life quarterback, and you need sure. to be one. Sure. And even Matt Ryan couldn't deal with it at Philly. Matt Ryan dealt with at Seattle and at Denver and got stumped at Philly. So I'm going to take the Eagles. 1,000% agree. Okay. So what are our five? It looks like we're going to take the Eagles – uh, I'm fine with the Chiefs if you want that. What else are we taking? Okay, well, I, Saints? I'm I'm Saints for sure, and then maybe the Browns against your Giants. Yeah, I don't love it, but I, I that's my side, so I'll take it. Okay, so yeah, so that's four. So do you have any other leans? The other one that I like is. Let's stay away from Thanksgiving. I, I don't want to make the guy. Okay, I mean, that's that's rough. Um, right. So I get, it. I get it. I don't know Falcons killing the. Cardinals? I don't know if they'll – yeah, I mean, I would take the Falcons. I feel it's a little square, but I would take them. All right. Tell me, tell me something else you want. I don't care. No, Carolina uh, at Oakland? I mean, I'm taking the Raiders, so no. <laughs> right. uh, I, I would take the Pats, but that's Pats, really square. Pats? Pats? We could. Square, or we could but... go – the Bucks would be really sharp. You know, I mean, sharp – I don't respect that sharp square shit anymore, so I don't care. But the Bucks would have to be the sharp play, right? Yeah, it would. 
Let's don't do it. Don't do it. Let's not give up. Let's go undefeated from here on out. We were five and zero last. I know. I know. I'm. I'm serious. That's why I'm actually. Unlike okay, so I, previous I'm weeks, sure actually care stands. right now. Which ones we take? Okay, so so okay, what are so we doing? We're doing, we're doing the, the Browns, the Eagles, the Chiefs, and the Saints? Yes. Bucks? It's up to you. Bucks, Pats, or or Falcons. I kind of feel the Falcons, man. Okay. If, if you want to change yeah. it to the Bucks, that's fine. But I'll, I, I, either one of those, Falcons or Bucks, up to you. Okay, we'll do. That's fine. Uh, you got to say it on this Falcons. podcast, so it's there. Yeah, let's do Falcons. Okay, done. Arizona is terrible. I know. Carson I just, Palmer. I just have a feeling, but you know what? They, the car, they're going to sack him. Carson Palmer has just been. I think it's over for them. I do too. I do too. Oh, yeah. All right. You got All right I else? feel like we're going to go undefeated from here on out. Is what I feel like. I, I, I could I be wrong, take, but that's kind of my feeling. I would take alternating five and zero, oh, four and one weeks the rest of the way. Uh, that's aiming low, but okay. All right. Yeah. All right. You got anything else for me? No, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, we're done with politics, right? What else is there to talk about? I mean, there's plenty, but I don't want to, I don't want to get into it. I, I don't have the bandwidth right now. I got to crank all the shit out on a short week. How's life in Lisbon? It's all right, man. Uh, it's, uh, it's good. I really like it here. This apartment we're in is, is not right for us. And so we're moving December 1st, which is going to be slightly a slight pain in the ass. But once we're set up in the new place, It'll be really nice. And then we're going to start looking at places on the coast to, you know, there's like some cheap places like near the coast that you can maybe buy. So we're like, really, I don't know if we're really going to do that. And there's a whole bunch of legal red tape you got to deal with, but it's, uh, it's kind of cool. You know, I mean, this is like on the ocean, man, this place, this is, this is like a really cool, undiscovered city. It's a, it's an old city with all the culture and food and restaurants and all that shit. And yet it's this little country that's on the Atlantic coast with like a really nice climate. So it's, it's kind of cool. Nice. Cool. I mean, you miss Berlin though, right? That was like the best city ever. Berlin was the coolest city ever, but Lisbon's really cool. I mean, I really like it, but Berlin had some amazing shit, like just parks and like green everywhere. It was like an amazing place, but this, this is cool too. Nice. All right, man. Good times. Take it easy. Talk to you next week. All right. Later, Liz. Later. This was the East Coast Offense Podcast. This is Chris Liss. It is sponsored by FanDuel. There's a special offer for new users. Get a free six-month RotoWire subscription. The $10 deposit on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. Not only will you get the free subscription, you'll also have that $10 available to play with on FanDuel. That's more than $40 in value for just $10. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW.